like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 98 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Man, two more weeks, two more episodes, and we at 100, man. Episode 100. But um, before we can get there... We got to handle some business today for episode 98. Uh, first of all, happy happy Monday, everybody. I hope everybody's feeling good today. And, you know, whenever you get around to listen to the show, happy whatever day it is when you listen. Um, I hope everybody had a great weekend, a safe weekend. It was uh, it was beautiful out this weekend where I am. Beautiful out, man. I know I know somebody, some of y'all was outside. I know y'all was. I saw your snaps. I saw your answer stories. You're not low. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, COVID is still out. Um, you know, all the protesters be safe. I know I saw a lot of people masked up, but not really talking to them. I'm more so talking to the people who just going outside just to go to the restaurants and everything. Um, I don't remember seeing uh, the CDC tell me that COVID was over. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Also... What I did see was Trey Young playing basketball in OKC in a gym full of people. No masks in sight. No social distancing going on. Look, somebody in the Twitter reply said that uh, they have been in phase three in Oklahoma for like three weeks now. You know what? Y'all got it, man. Y'all got it, man. I'm I'm not even going to say nothing about it no more, man. I'm not. Because it's, it's obvious to me that... When June came, we all collectively decided that, look, COVID-19, coronavirus, that's over. That's canceled. We're done with that. Moving on. So, yeah, I understand. Um, before we get into our big business today, man, before we get into our main topics, uh, which, uh, you know, we got a lot to talk about. We got Drew Brees. We're going to talk uh, what Roger said. His response, uh, the the whole fallout from that entire situation. Uh, we're going to talk a little HBCU renaissance, uh, the NBA return. They did the exact opposite of what I told them to do. We're going to wrap up with some boxing news. But before we get there, man, UFC 250. UFC 250, man. I I was very excited to watch Amanda Nunez get back in the octagon. But that entire card was good, man. We had knockouts, chokeouts. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed the card. Um, the young the the, the uh, woman that um, Amanda Nunez fought, she was tough. She was tough. She was really tough. And um, Spencer, right? Yep, Felicia Spencer. She was really tough. She wasn't going to sleep. She wasn't going to sleep. She definitely wasn't going to sleep, and that's why I respected her for staying in that fight. And, and you know, I, I saw a lot of people. Me, I, I said stop the fight, but I didn't really mean you know stop the fight. I was just like, dog, she getting whooped on. But I don't think she. I'm glad her Dean didn't stop the fight because, like, um, Shayna Baszler was saying, if it was a men, if it were men, you know, the nobody would be saying stop the fight. I mean, granted, uh, Spencer was taking a lot of damage, but just say you don't like to see. It, it's not. It doesn't make you. Feel good to see the women in that light. It, it makes you uncomfortable. But if if you know a a man is in the octagon taking that type of punishment and not going down, it's it's a respect thing. It's oh man, this is a brawl. This is a bloodbath. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm glad Herb didn't stop the fight. It wasn't like Spencer was completely out of it. Like she was still, you know, clear head. Well, her forehead was. Never mind. You never mind. Never. I'm I'm not even gonna go there. What I'm saying is. She was still responsive. Granted, she wasn't throwing a lot of big, significant strikes, and you know, but she wasn't on her way to see God. So I can understand why the fight didn't get stopped. Uh, but it was a good night of action. I definitely enjoyed the card. Once again, like I said uh, last week, you know, watching UFC, the presentation feels the same. Nothing about it without the fans. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, I don't think it bothers the fighters, honestly. Um, you know, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed the card again. Once again, you know, Amanda Nunez, GOAT, bro. 
Goat, for sure. Um, Stand on UFC. So Conor McGregor decided to retire again. Look. Look, and then Floyd came and, and, and said his piece about it. He, I mean, hey, Floyd did make a valid point. You know, McGregor did just, you know, was just talking about Tell him he did just tell Mike Tyson that when he fought Floyd again, he was going to beat him. He did say that. He did say that. So Floyd, like, what you mean? So when you're ready to come back, I'll, I'll be ready to punish you again. Look, Mike Coppinger, he's a uh, boxing analyst, boxing reporter that I follow, right? He he made a joke that wasn't really a joke. It was facts, uh, you know. McGregor might not have been able to basically it was like McGregor might not have been able to touch Floyd in the ring, but he, you know, he's he's cl- getting close on how many times he'll re- retire and come out of retirement, something like that. And a lot of uh, Chads and Brads were in his mentions showing him uh, punch copy box stats and punch stats and and and, and a video of him uh, hitting Floyd with the uppercut that he mostly absorbed with his chest. Look, bro, it's been three years. Y'all gotta let that go, bro. Y'all gotta let that. Y'all, y'all really gotta let that go. He didn't beat Floyd. He wasn't going to beat Floyd, and he won't. He won't beat him if they fight again. It's just. It's just the truth, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Be real. Be real here. Be real here. Be real. Um. Yeah, man. So that that's I I could care less. I could care less. Um. Anything else happened? Um. Interesting happened over the weekend. This is oh oh. By the way, this is the weekend update. Not not trying to bite off of SNL, but the weekend update, man. I just feel like some 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 stuff don't deserve not don't deserve, but I don't feel, think I can milk 10, 15, 20 minutes. They they're not going to get twenty minutes of my time, and I'm going to forget about them. So I said, you know, what, I'll put them at the front of the show before I get the bit the real business. Um, I think that was all. Oh no, Tory Hunter, former uh outfielder for the Twins. The uh the Tigers and the Angels said something interesting. You know, he said he had a no trade clause to Boston with the Red Sox because he didn't. You know, he said he got called the N word by fans, kids, uh, and you know, grown ups sitting right next to him, not not correcting them. I can I can I can I can imagine. You know, Adam Jones agreed. I mean, it's Boston. It's Boston, the home of Marky Mark. And the rest of the racist northerners. Ah, ah! I didn't. I didn't mean to go there. I didn't mean to go there. That wasn't. That wasn't nice. That wasn't nice. But yeah, man, that's the weekend update. I, I. That's all I got for that. But now, y'all know where I'm going. Y'all know where I got to start today. Y'all know where I got to start today. You know, y'all know. Matter of fact, Alexa, Siri, what y'all need to do. Give me the uh the Drake back to back instrumental real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn me up a little louder. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah. Woo! Alright, gotta be. I ain't, I ain't dropping a 16. But look, last week I came on here and I said I was gonna cut Drew Brees' head off. Now when I said this. This was for different reasons. That was for different reasons. That was football business. That was on the field. When I last week I said, you know, I don't have no problem with Drew Brees. Boy, the foreshadow. I don't even know if that's foreshadowing. I don't know what that is. But boy, what a plot twist between that that Monday and the next forty-eight hours that would follow. Wow. Wow. Is all I have to say Bro I cut his head off last week Then I had to sew it back on So I could come in here today And cut it off again Because Drew I gotta I gotta do it to you bro I gotta do it to you I gotta do it to you Because you've lost your damn mind You've lost I, I, I gotta do it to him man I got to Bro I, I was just Minding my own business and I see Drew Brees start trending. I said, now what Drew done did now? I thought Drew might have did something good. Boy, was I wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Look, bro. I, <laughs> like I said, I've said this on here before. If if your problem 
if you you know if you're still talking about the anthem and you're still talking about the flag and you talk and you're still talking about the the flag has been disrespected not only are you not you know not only are you the problem but you don't want to you don't want to understand you don't want to get it you don't want to get it it's not the fact that you don't it's you don't want to and you are the problem it's 2020 it's 2020 and and and, and we have players and and, and fans and, and and media members who still still don't understand why cap kneel man and and why we continue to kneel and why people continue to kneel and 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 it just don't make no sense to me it doesn't make any sense to me bro it's never been about the flag man it never has never will be and I, I just don't get it But here's the thing though This didn't surprise me This didn't surprise me It may have surprised you It may have surprised a lot of people in this country It may have, it may have surprised a lot of athletes But it didn't surprise me You know what we like to say We like to say keep that same energy right When, 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 when people When people in your life Or people around you Or, or, or people you, you follow whatever If they have a certain stance Or they carry themselves a certain way you you want them to keep that same energy at all times. If if somebody on Twitter running their mouth about me and I see them outside or I see them at the club or I see them at the store, you know what I want them to do? I want them to keep that same energy. I want you to have that same energy that you had when you was on your phone, when you was a keyboard warrior, when you was running your mouth. I want you to keep that same energy when you see me face to face, yeah? That's what Drew Brees did. Drew Brees says, you know, I'm going to keep that same energy. Let's go back to August 2016 when when things kind of made sense in this world, right? Here's what Drew Brees had to say about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee back in 2016. Here's here's a couple of things. Um, Brees said he felt compelled to speak out against Cap. It was bothering him all day. I'm going to stop him right there. He felt compelled Ladies and gentlemen, do you know how bothered you have to be for something to compel you, for something to make you feel compelled, like you got to mind another man's business? That's how compelled you are. You you want to mind you you had you were so so bothered not by why he was kneeling. The racism, the the systematic racism, the unjust system. The black people dying with their hands up. The black people dying at the hands of police. The black people dying in hate crime. That didn't bother him. No, 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 no. Mr. Kaepernick taking a knee is what ruffled Drew Brees' feathers back in 2016. Let's continue, shall we? Had no problem with Kaepernick uh, protesting. Just don't disrespect the flag. Huh? Just don't you you know you can you can protest, but please don't disrespect my flag. Oh please don't disrespect my flag. You can protest. Just don't disrespect the flag. Here's what he also said. Like it's an oxymoron that you're sitting down disrespecting the flag that has given you the freedom to speak out. Alright, that was twenty sixteen. That was twenty sixteen. That was four years ago. So what that means is, okay, so you that means Drew Brees felt the way in 2016 with Kaepernick Neal. All right, cool. Don't like the protesting uh, during the anthem, but okay, cool, whatever. You can protest, just don't do it during the anthem. That was four years ago, 2016. So that means he saw Kaepernick's stance evolve. He saw the league. He saw... Athletes from high school, from no, from wreck to the pros, take the knee. He saw athletes stand up for Kaepernick. He saw Kaepernick lose his job. He saw Kaepernick continue to be, uh, basically the face of the revolution. I mean, you, 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 you sit back and watch, and then you think, well, maybe he's not watching this. Maybe he's actually blind to what's going on in his own in in his his 
own country. Because let me tell you something. Drew Brees' America is not your America. Drew Brees' America is not my America. Drew Brees' America is not Colin Kaepernick's America. I hope y'all following me here. What Drew Brees says America is, what Drew Brees says the flag is, is not what the what the flag represents in Colin Kaepernick's America. We live in two separate Americas. The world, the America that Drew Brees lives in, he's not getting stopped uh, for being black in a nice car. Or when he gets pulled over, he's not fearing for his life. When he gets pulled over, he's not struggling to find his license and registration because he's scared if he makes the wrong move, he'll get his head blown off. Drew Brees doesn't have to worry about his three kids growing up too fast in this cold world because of their skin color and and what comes with it. And Drew Brees is America. He truly believes that standing for the anthem makes us unified in some way. That's that's Drew Brees' America, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's let's fast forward June twenty twenty, ladies and gentlemen. This is what Drew Drew Brees had to say. All right. I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the U.S. or our country. I envision uh, my grandfather. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, I envision my two grandfathers. Who fought for this country during World War II one, is in, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps Both risking their lives to try to make our country and this world a better place Is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not We still have a long way to go But I think Okay, my handwriting is terrible again But I think you did, man, okay, this don't matter It really don't matter, bro Basically, oh, okay, here we go But you standing for the flag uh, Showing respect to the flag With your hand over your heart It shows unity It shows that we are all in this together Okay, alright, I have a lot of problems with that One Okay, cool Your grandfather's fought more World War Two, Right? To make this world a better place, as you say To make this country a better place, as you say Alright when was World War II, ladies and gentlemen? Somebody tell me. History lesson. History lesson for you all. Let's see. When was World War II? Honestly, I'm sad. I don't know that off the top of my head. Yes, I do. Why am I lying? Why am I lying? Hold on. Now. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here and wait. I'm not going to Google this. This is sad. World War II. That's 1939. I knew that. World War II. 1939. Okay. Has the world changed since 1939? Absolutely. Has the country changed since 1939? Absolutely. But is the country still in bad shape as it was in 1939? Absolutely. We the people are still fighting the same battles that we could have been fighting in 1939. And no, I'm not talking about foreign enemies. No, I'm not talking about Germany. No, I'm not talking about Hitler. I'm talking about the problems that we have in this country on our own. The war amongst our own people. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm saying, hey, I'm just, I'm just talking, man. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. And I think what, what, what really kills me is we are all in this together. Who? How? How so? You, you don't, you don't feel what we feel, Drew. You don't. You don't. You don't feel. And I'm not even talking about just black people right now. I'm talking about us, ladies and gentlemen, us regular people. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, when I think about Drew Brees' America and our America, Drew Brees' America, they didn't they didn't just get a one time stimulus check of twelve hundred dollars uh during this pandemic. Maybe. Because, you know, everybody didn't get it. They didn't they didn't have to suffer through unemployment in Drew Brees' America, right? So I don't think we are all actually in this together because there are clearly two different Americas, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope you guys are following me today. I do. I really hope you're following me today. And it, it once again, this was four years ago. 
four years later, he still feels this way, right? Four years, four years later. So that means you had, once again, you had four years, and you're still talking about the flag, bro. It's literally never been about the flag. Nobody has ever taken a knee to disrespect the country. We 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 have been taking knees. They've been taking knees to to, to to bring awareness to the problems that you that you don't see in your America. They've been taking knees to bring awareness to the mistreatment of the people who may not exist in your America, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, I'm not gonna lie to you, Drew. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would never lie to you. The players, they wasn't rolling. They weren't rolling. A lot of the players were pissed. Still are. Just you know, I'm, I'm gonna let you know something. Outside of your locker room, your locker room, you might be able to regain that. You know, your Michael Thomas, your Alvin Kamara. You know, they 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 seem to be leaning back towards you. You know, that, that's your team. That's your boys. So yeah, yeah. You, you know that you you might. You feel me? You might be okay, but everybody else, you know, my guys, Darius Smith, you already locked that down week three. He'll see you week three. Is yeah, Drew, you might as well. <laughs> you better go ahead and get you a Kevlar vest. You might want to get you a back flap, double up on the pads, some extra padding in your helmet because they're coming for you, boss. They're coming for you. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't read your apology. I didn't watch your apology videos. I didn't care what you said to Trump. I didn't because it's all phony to me. Ain't no way in hell you changed your mind in 24 hours. After four years, four years, you, you, you couldn't see the light. But all of a sudden, after the players was on your head, after the media was on your head, after your own city turned on you, now all of a sudden you so woke, you so enlightened, you so understand that you were wrong. I'm not rolling. You said what you said. Keep that same energy. The same thing, the same way you felt in 2016 was the same way you felt in 2020. Your PR team, they, they did a great job. They did a great job. They did a great job. They did. They did a, they did a hell of a job. They, they fooled a lot of people. But I'm going to tell you who they didn't fool. They didn't fool me. They didn't fool me. Drew, you said what you said, bro. You said what you said. Stick to it. Stand on it But I'm going to tell y'all something else that's interesting to me You see how Drew spoke his mind, right? You see how fast he backpedaled You see what? You see now with Colin Kaepernick Cap, I owe you an apology by the way But I ain't going to talk about that right now I'm going to get to that later down the line I'm going to get to that later down the line I do owe you an apology But let me tell you something Kaepernick spoke his mind for weeks, right? Y'all got mad at Kaepernick the way he went about it, right? But all he did was talk all he did was talk. Now, now Drew, Drew speaks his mind, right? Drew still got a job. Drew ain't losing no endorsements. Drew still here. Drew gonna be on the field this season. That's the that that's, that's the difference, bro. That's the difference because and Drew Brees is America. Drew Brees can say things that we might not agree with because we clearly didn't agree with what the hell he said. But seeing Colin Kaepernick's America. Oh, you can't go against the grain. You can't go against the system. You can't go against the league. You can't go against this flag. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all gonna stop covering our mouths and stop covering and stop trying to suffocate our voices with with that damn flag. Y'all gonna stop trying to tie, tie that flag around the mouths of those who really don't have a voice or those who do have a voice and you're just scared to hear what the hell they got to say because it makes you uncomfortable. Do I make you uncomfortable? I hope so. Because conversations like these need to be had. So we don't have any more incidents like Drew Brees. And I'm going to tell you something else. It's a lot of Drew Brees. There are a lot of Drew Breeses in this NFL, in this country, in, 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 in your favorite sports teams. There are a lot of people who live in Drew Brees' America in that mind frame. They just, won't, they, they just won't blatantly come out and say it like that. But shoot, ever since that man got elected, oh, they've been feeling real spicy. So I wouldn't be surprised if they voiced it more. But, but you know, I just, <laughs> it was funny to me. It was funny to me because, let me tell you why I found this whole situation funny. Not, 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 not funny like, ha, ha, ha. Well, yes, funny like, ha, ha, ha. Let me tell you. Alright, so after the Drew Brees thing came out and I saw all the fallout, like it it all happened very fast, right? This is this is what it took me back to. Cause as soon as Drew said this, I was like, Well, now 
At least my quarterback knows not, you know, he knows what not to do, right? Because I'm thinking, well, Aaron hasn't really said anything. He posted a blackout, but he hasn't said anything yet. I'm like, I'm sure he will. But now at least we know what not to do, right? <laughs> and I was thinking about Pusha T and Drake. I remember when Pusha T had dropped the album that Friday. And, he, you know, Infrared was the last track. And, you know, he had to shot at Drake. And I knew something in me told me, yo, Drake coming right back. He's not going to let this slide. Literally, the next day, I saw Drake drop Duppy. I rushed to my beats and my phone. I had to hear that, right? When Drew had did what he did, I said, you know what? My quarterback is coming. He's coming. And what happened? Literally, 20 minutes later, my quarterback came on Instagram and showed you, Mr. Drew, how it was done. It was interesting to me. I enjoyed it. I liked it because I knew it was. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Here's what here's what Mister Rogers came on Instagram to say after after y'all quarterback Maga Breeze said his piece about the matter. Here, here's what my guy said. He went back to when we was on the sideline locking arms doing the anthem. Hit me out. A few years ago, we were criticized for locking arms in solidarity before the game. It has, in all caps, never been about an anthem or a flag, not then, not now. Listen with an open heart. Let's educate ourselves and then turn word and thought into action. Hashtag wake up America. Hashtag it's time for change. Hashtag love over fear. Hashtag solidarity. Hashtag liberty and justice for all. Hashtag all. Now that's how the hell you make a statement. That's how you make a statement That's how you make a statement And let me tell y'all something once again Keep that same energy That's the theme for today Keep that same energy Keep that same energy Let's go back to 2017 It's funny because I, I tweeted this Before all of this had happened Let's go back to 2017 man. I told y'all man We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk today We're gonna talk today Here we go 2017 Rogers also made it clear that people who think the protest has nothing to do with Cap not having job are ignorant. While the Green Bay quarterback says that he would not personally kneel during the national anthem, he says he gets it. I'm going to stand because that's the way I feel about the flag, he explained. But I'm also 100% supportive of my teammates or any fellow players who are choosing not to. They have a battle for racial inequality, for racial equality, he added. That's what they're trying to get a conversation started around. Rogers went to say that he believes the country needs to remedy and improve its racial injustice issues. And that's and that he's looking to develop, to develop his own understanding of the, su- the subject. You see that? Do you see that? Do you hear what I'm saying? Not only did he already have an understanding, he went on to say, I'm going to educate myself further. This was three years ago. Here in 2020, same sentiment, same, same energy. Keep that same energy, Drew Brees. You see, that's like on Twitter when somebody say something dumb, and then all of a sudden the tweets is gone, and they say tweets not loading. Right now, Drew Brees, his tweets not loading. He had to backpedal fast as hell. He had to come up with an apology. They trying to spin this thing as fast as they can. But Drew, I'm gonna keep it real with you. For real ones like me, real ones like Ed Reed, real ones like uh Honey Badger, real ones like Zadarius Smith, ain't no spending it for me, dog. You said what you said. You cut with me. I could care less about you. And that's exactly why Cousin Kirk gonna probably do y'all again this season. That's why he sent you home last year. Now I really do understand why why the Saints be losing these playoff games like they do. Because your damn quarterback got y'all cursed out here. But now that we we done with Drew. We done with Drew. We, we sticking on the positive now. Because I told y'all, man. Mr. Rogers, I was telling y'all this last week, man. Come on, man. Rogers, no, man. That was a great way to counter what, what Drew just said. And, and you know, shade was definitely thrown. I know it was a little shade in there, Rogers. You ain't going to tell me you ain't do that. You know, no, no. you know, throw a little shade. But point is, man, keep that same energy. Say things where you don't have to apologize for them Because there ain't nothing to apologize for right there Rogers had the whole internet on his back I ain't never seen uh, this many people 
on Aaron Rodgers' side of my life. Because you guys know, y'all, y'all, they, they, I was telling y'all last week, they, they portray that man as a heel because he don't like his family. Ooh, oof, oof. Speaking of, if you go through that Twitter likes, you'll see. Hmm. Hmm. I told y'all we was going to talk today, man. Look, quarterback came, saw, conquered, did what he had to do. Um, now, 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 hold on. Before I get to the Packers, donations, the, the, the video that Rodgers helped put together. Before we... I want to talk to Martellus Bennett real quick. I want to talk to Martellus Bennett real quick. He went back to this to this exact quote that I just read from 2017, right? He cool. He probably used his little Google and and found that because he just didn't. He just couldn't stand that everybody was so happy with what Rogers said, and he couldn't stand the fact that. Uh, Rogers, you know, being a white dude from Chico, California, you know, he had this sentiment. He he said all. So he went back, and he pointed out that we that Rogers said we. Uh, he he pointed out that they he said they have a fight for racial equality, and they. Now, he said that don't sound like an ally to me. He sound like a spectator, dog, big dog, little dog. Come on now You know damn well That man ain't say we Because he not black He was clearly talking about black players Like you you, you really cannot be this That dense dog But Martellus Bennett You know with your little time in Green Bay And the time I've watched You know you, you on social media You may be that dense You may have taken too many shots to the helmet But I ain't even gonna go there I'm not But I will say this Questioning the character of Rodgers and everything like that Questioning his intents is crazy Like I said Keep that same energy He's been that man for three years He was in the locker room with him You still follow him on Twitter He still follow Why you ain't at him? If you felt that so If you felt so strongly About what you saw Why you ain't at him weirdo? Why you ain't at him? He right there on the bird Go ahead Don't sub him Be a, be a man about it Get some, you know, you, Go hard ass grandes Come on dog be a man about it. Why you ain't at that man on the timeline if you felt the way? Why you moving so shaky and sweet? Don't like it. But that's all I have for him. Because I wasn't going to expand too much energy on that fool, that clown. But as I was saying, shout out to the Packers. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers, you know, for taking the lead. Also, you know, since since we, you know, giving guys their props for being the opposite of Drew Brees. Shout out to Matt Ryan, who got ahead of this thing. Before anybody else that I saw my own eyes, Carson Wentz, uh, and then of course you know Devontae Adams, um, Adrian Amos, every every player that I saw, you know, speak out, uh, you know, all the donations that I've seen made. Uh, shout out to Michael Jordan, Nike, uh, the NFL. Oh my God, Roger Goodell with the apology. Uh, look, all the positive that we've seen. Thank you. You know, I it's been a long couple of weeks for me personally, of course. And then, you know, just watching this all go down. So it was it was good to, you know, really see some some positive. You know, it was it was nice to see some positive. But um yeah, man, I I think as far as that that situation goes, I think that's all I had, man, because you know, it was just wild to see. But man, I told y'all, man, stop, stop playing with that boy Rogers, man. He beating that boy Drew on and off the field. See you week three, boy. Stop playing with that boy, man. Uh, we'll be at next, man. Let me cool off a little bit. Let me cool off a little bit. Hold up. Okay, so I believe we did. I think it was episode. Hold on, hold on. I want to be incorrect because I I literally just posted this episode, so. Uh, the other day when uh this had got brought up again, I want okay episode fifty four episode fifty four, uh about the rise and fall of HBCU football HBCU sports right, and I believe in that episode I talked about uh like what an HBCU renaissance would do for the world of HBCUs HBCU sports, and the other day uh Mikey Williams. If you know if you don't know who Mikey Williams is, he is the I believe the nation's best fifteen year old in in the basketball world. Um, you know, so he he tweeted I think it was Twitter where he was like you know basically what did he say? Let me see, hold up. 
Like wouldn't be You know Basically What I'm trying to say is Alright The best 15 year old basketball In the world Is considering Going to an HBCU Like Like legitimately Considering going to an HBCU To play basketball And it's just like Oh and on Instagram He says um, If you're a pro Then you're a pro no matter where you, uh, no matter what college you go to, and that's very true, bro. I don't, I don't care if it's D one, D two, D three. You know, we, JUCO. We see a lot of guys go through different rungs of the system and, and can still end up going pro and have great careers in in football or basketball. So when 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 guys talk about HBCUs, they shouldn't be talked about in any different light. You know, it was I was it, it made me mad, not mad, but it's just like wow. I I was reading an article about uh, HBCU basketball, and they talked about the flavor and the entertainment that they brought, and basically talking about the bands, but not so much the sport. I'm like, yo, all it takes is Mikey Williams, and then the next. Like, do you understand that he's only 15? If more 15 year old kids. And, and, and younger and older You know High schoolers Decide Bro Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go to HBCU Let's let's go Have a big influx Of HBCU Talent Go through Like do you guys understand What like What that would really do uh, And a, a big general misconception is That there are no D1 HBCUs That's that's where A lot of people go wrong There are Plenty of D1 HBCUs and I can tell you about them. Uh first of all, we got the mid uh they had the um got the mid the mid Atlantic uh conference. So those schools uh that in, in that conference, those schools include Coppin State, Delaware State, Howard University, UMES, Morgan State, Norfolk State, uh Bethune, Cookman U, Florida A&M, NCAT State, NCCU, and South Carolina State. Then we got the uh the Southwest excuse me the Southwestern uh conference. We got Alabama and Alabama State, Alcorn State, Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State, uh University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, Grambling, uh Prairie View A and M, Southern U and Texas Southern U. There's plenty plenty of options for these guys. Here's the thing. If there if if I have any young uh, black athletes that listen to the show If you're in high school or you, you know Going to college listen to me Listen to me before you think about You know your future And athletics at the collegiate level These big schools These big You know your 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 your, your pop your top your, Excuse me your power five Your your You guys know you know your, your Michigan's your Ohio State's your Duke's your 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 Kentuckys, your Auburns, all these big schools, they need you more than you need them. They need you more than you need them. If you guys all take your talents, remember that your talent to a HBCU program. Could you imagine the influx of money you guys would bring that would have these facilities? And and you know get get you guys on TV get these facilities and, and you know uniforms everything up to par and and have you guys uh, broadcast it everywhere because we want to see you guys play they want to see you guys play scouts will be coming to see you don't matter where you're at on the map don't matter where school you go to they'll be come to they they find talent don't let don't don't let them fool you don't let them fool you don't let them fool you bro if if they can find you. In your little high school, wherever you're from, you got to think about the age we're in. That's not 10 years ago. I'll even say that. It's not 10 years ago. It's not. We're in 2020. Social media is everywhere. Everybody got social media. Every every scout, every coach, everybody got social media. You know how easy it is to find you on here now? You guys know it. Even with Huddle, like bigger than Huddle, all, all it takes is one highlight of you. And you on somebody's Instagram page You on House of Highlights You on Bleacher Report You know what I mean Now everybody looking at you Pro Scouts looking at you That's all it takes So if they can find you in your tiny high school 
If these scouts can find you in your tiny high school, these college scouts can find you in your tiny high school, I'm sure they can find you at your HBCU. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. I'm just saying, man, could you imagine that, though? Could you imagine that? Because, like I said, there's been plenty of athletes who've gone pro from HBCUs, especially football. Jerry Rice. Um, um, oh, damn, I was just looking at the list, bro. Just looking at sweetness. Bro, it's a whole list of them, bro. It's just like the stigma and I would say misinformation about HBCU programs has led to the death of HBCU football. But we're in 2020 now. The way the world is right now, you know, kids are looking at things different. It's the truth. If by if if this decade can turn into an HBCU sports renaissance, Man, that would be something to see, man. Not even just basketball, but football as well. You guys know how I feel about that and, and you know how I talked about that. So, bro, Mikey Williams and everybody, you know, in, in that position, if you really do want to make that decision, not just because, you know, hey, I'm black and I want to do no, 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 no. Think about it. It's bigger than that. Think about it, though. Think about what you could do. Think about the money, bro. Think about everything that you could do. You take the power back from these big, big dumb schools. You know, these big, big schools that don't don't really care, but they say they do. You know, they just want you there to hoop. They want you there for for to bring them national titles. You know what I mean? So, an HBCU Renaissance could be great, great for the community, for the country. For HBCU programs, man, I, I would really, really, really love to see that. Uh, once again, bro, they they need you. Do not let them fool you. They don't. You don't need them to take you out your circumstance. You don't need a Kentucky. You don't need a, um, a Texas. You don't need uh, a North Carolina. You don't need them, bro. They need you. So yeah, man, take your time. Look at your grandmas. Look at your Jacksons. Look at your Morgans. Don't sleep on HBCUs, bro. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. If you guys can go make make how about this? Make HBCU sports great again. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Um, sliding on over. I don't even know if I'm excited for this anymore. I mean, I am, but it's just like, bro. Dog, y'all did the exact thing, the exact opposite of what I said to do. I said, I told, I told the NBA, I, I, I thought, I thought uh, Adam Silver listened to my show. I guess I was wrong. I told him, do not overcomplicate this situation. And what did he do? Overcomplicated the damn situation. Oh yeah, we're gonna bring, we're gonna bring twenty-two teams back. We're gonna have eight regular season games, and the damn season ain't gonna be able to the middle of October. And we might be back on the 1st of December. Who knows? What? What? Instead of just going straight to the playoffs, you're going to play some regular season games to give Dame Lillard, crybaby Dame Lillard, and Zion's hefty ass a chance at the playoffs just to go home in the first round. I don't understand what we're doing here, but I guess I'm happy that basketball is back. I don't get it. But I'm really getting tired of Dame Lillard, bro. What the hell are you? I was having this conversation Saturday. I'm tired of Dame Lillard, bro. I I really am. And I like his game. I do. But, dog, you got to stop crying, bro. You got to stop crying. You don't want to play these games like Oh I was going in on Dame I don't know if I want to go on. Yeah I do Look You know you cry about You know the team Because I, I, I really don't think you like the team But you won't leave I don't know where the loyalty comes from You ain't won a damn thing So how you loyal to a team you ain't won nothing with You just got out the first round last year You did that And forgot how to play basketball after that Y'all was so worried about OKC Um you know, so I really don't get it, bro. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, you, you cry about playing meaningless games because, you know, you want to go to the playoffs. You ain't go, yo, just, just shut the hell up and go play some ball, bro. 
Just how about that? How about that? Um, I I I I don't know. I I really don't know. I don't. <laughs> I just I'm just like dog. Just go play, bro. You got a chance to go to the playoffs. Like if you can't see, if you're not hungry enough to to have a chance, then you really didn't want the chance, bro. Just just set it out. If you're not gonna play, don't play. Because honestly, I don't care. Uh, but I mean, I don't know, man. I just thought it was it would just been easier to go 16 teams, go straight to the playoffs, make it make it easier, and 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 just get it done quicker. You feel me? Because look at this though. Think about the teams who aren't going to the playoffs, who haven't played in two months. They haven't played since what was that? When did we shut down? March, right? So let's see, March. All right, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Say they, they if if they go back in December, that's nine months. They gonna have off these teams. What? Are you serious? When you could have just came back July thirty first, got the season over with quick, with with which are sixteen teams, made it quick, and been out of there in and out by uh, maybe September. Then you got a quicker turnaround for your off season. But instead, you want to extend it to October. I. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. I I really don't know how I feel about that. I just thought that was just not the way to go. Like I said, man, the NHL, they knew. They had to figure it out, bro. The NHL did a great job. I wasn't too confident in the NBA. I'm not going to lie. Um, off that though, cause I'm I'm off that. They pissed me off. Uh, let's let's just hold on. I'm gonna wrap this thing on up. By the way, I'm about to, I'm about to get y'all out of here. Don't worry. Um, a little bit of boxing news, man. A little bit about a, little, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, we got U.S. Well, boxing is back in the states tomorrow night. Clap, clap up for that one. Clap up for that one. Boxing's back in the states tomorrow night. Uh, Shakur Stevenson's fighting tomorrow night, so I don't know if I'm gonna watch that fight because I got work Wednesday morning. I'm gonna be like, <sighs> so I don't know. But um, let's see. Errol Spence said he's gonna. He, he got three fights left in him at 147, and he said he wants to move up to 154. Um, I respect that, bro. I, I I get it. I get it because he is a big welterweight. He is big, a big welterweight. Uh, you know, he said he wants. I think I believe it was Danny Garcia, Pacquiao, and Crawford. Uh, right now his first fight. He wants his first fight to be against Danny Garcia. So that's no tune-up fight. Gonna get right to it. Uh, so I mean, you think you got Charlo up there at one fifty-four? I believe her is still there. Uh, Canelo will be around. Like it, it, there are fights to be made at one fifty-four. For Errol Spence So My thing is Okay power I'm sure You know The power is going to travel It's What you going to do You know How how you how are you going to respond To a bigger opponent You know Swinging back at you That's the only thing Now granted You know I know You know You spar with everybody But It's, it's still different It's still different uh, So I'm excited You know I was interesting It was interesting to see that You know Because I didn't expect it I thought You know He just stayed at 147 But once again he is a bigger welterweight, so I could I could see him going up to that um that one fifty four pound weight limit. Uh, what else we got? Speaking of Canelo, uh, we still have no opponent for him. Uh, it, at at this point, it's just like uh, the zone Golden Boy is like putting names in a hat and just try to see what the hell comes back because I've heard Darrell, I've heard Sergey Devranchenko because at first it was supposed to be Triple G. Uh, that, those are the names that I've been ringing that have been ringing off. It was one more, but it, it, at this point, man, just just make the damn fight happen. Because you know, we know what y'all want. We know the zone, Golden Boy. We know y'all want to finish that trilogy, bro. If if that's the fight y'all waiting for, just wait. Don't even rush him back in the ring. Just if you gotta wait to November, December, the end of the year. Go ahead, bro, because we know that's what y'all waiting for. I don't know why y'all still milking that. Do what y'all got to do, bro. Do what y'all got to do. Um, let's see what else. There was something else. Oh yeah, uh, Street saying that we might get Vasily Lomachenko versus Teofimo Lopez in September. Now if that's the truth. I'm ready for that. Been ready for that. Definitely need that. 
Um, num, 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 num. One more thing. Oh, I also heard that Wilder versus Fury. This was interesting. Wilder versus Fury, right, could take place on December 26th. But December 26th, meaning in uh, in Australia, would mean December 25th for us, which means Christmas Day. Which would mean, God, if you are listening, I know you got a lot going on up there. But Lord, if there's a possibility that we could align Christmas basketball, the Saints versus Vikings, and Wilder versus Fairy 3, huh? On one day, ha, on Christmas Day, ha, that would be a gift, ha, not only to me, ha, but the sports world. Ha. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Please give it to me. Please. Amen. Um, that's all I got for y'all, man. That's all I got for y'all, man. Um, let's see. This is episode 98. Uh, episode 99. I'm back next week, man. Next Monday. Next Monday, we got one more episode of the 90s. This was episode 98. This is my birthday. You know, I had to show out. Um, shout out to stadium team. It's, whoa, whoa. That's not English. Shout out to stadium scene TV, man, for holding me down, by the way, these last two months while I was gone, man. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you guys. And, hey, I'm ready to be on 10 Minutes With, man. Come on. Come on. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm ready. Schedule me. Schedule me. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, shout out to the lit. No, shout out to you guys, man, for listening. Shout out for the day. I see y'all. Uh, I see the numbers. I do see the numbers. I need that again this week, man. Keep listening, man. Keep hitting play. Keep sharing. Uh, shout out to the gang, man. Y'all know y'all. Uh, thank for thank y'all. You fellas re uh, resharing that, man. Um, everything, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for the love and support. Continue support, retweets, likes, bro. Once again, if you like, retweet, share, or just listen to me talk, man. I appreciate you. I really do love the support, man. Um, shout out to my guy Clay, man, for the graphics, bro, and and having the men on time. Clap it up for him. Um. I don't know, man. I think I'm just. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little rusty last week. I was a little rusty last week, but I'm feeling good this week. I'm feeling great. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, once again, I'm back next week, episode 99. Uh, with that being said, man, I'm Eric Lyons, and for the 98th time, you have just been electrified.